ultimately, I don't need to justify who I'm voting or not voting for, because that is a right in the American Constitution. Patrick Chatlin is a senior at Boston University, who has chosen not to vote in this upcoming election. To clarify, Patrick is eligible to vote. He's just chosen not to. Here's my stance on voting. It's like, you should only vote if you can educate yourself and do your research. And if you can't do that, then don't vote. And there's just nothing that makes me feel so, so strongly. That's like, oh, but I gotta do my research. I gotta, I gotta look into this, you know. While many people believe that we are in an important presidential election this year, Patrick doesn't seem to think so. Especially presidential election. It's like a list of promises that they don't have to go through on at all. Like, there, there's no accountability. Like, a president can say XYZ thing, get into office, and do none of it. Instead, Chatlin believes the solution to political issues lies outside the voting system. I think the biggest way to get something done in society is scream and cry and kick until you get attention and then work from there. And I feel like that would happen in... um a Democratic or Republican candidate was president. It would happen either way, just how many people care about it. While Patrick believes compromise will occur regardless of political party, many people consider political polarization to be at an all-time high. David Hopkins, a professor of political science at Boston College, explains why this polarization might actually benefit our political system. People used to talk a lot about voter turnout being in decline and that this was this crisis in American politics that voters were not engaged the way they used to be and what could we do about it? And we've sort of found out one solution to that problem, which is to have very polarized parties and to have people have very strong opinions, uh, either positively or, or especially negatively. But even with political anger being higher than ever, at the end of the day, there are just still some folks like Chatlin who are just not going to vote. The people who really know a lot and care a lot are the people who will show up. The people who really don't know much about politics, don't care much about politics at all, are unlikely to vote. And then people in the middle vote some of the time, not all of them. And Hopkins believes that there are some ways to capture these people in the middle. A lot of these solutions are administrative. They're making it easier to register to vote. Having more polling places, having them open for longer on election day. Those are the things that I think could be done fairly easily. And Patrick agrees. As long as whoever wants to vote has access to vote and is able to do it undisturbed, you know? Because I want that to be a freedom because there's a lot of voter suppression and it's like really, really gross. But when asked if he would vote to improve access to voting? Well, this country's been around 200 years. We've had both Democratic and Republican presidents, and none of them seem to care. Reporting live from Boston, this is Ana Lucia Perla for WTBU.